Hey you guys, welcome to my third episode of Intuitively Unapologetic. Um, my name is Mikkel and yeah, it's been a week you guys. So I just hope that you guys had a good week this week and that you guys just have a great week next week. Um, <clears throat> I know for me personally, I had a really good week. Like I had a really good week. There was a lot of different things going on that affected me in a positive way. Um, just the universe blessing me in ways that's gonna definitely help me in a personal situation. Um, also, there was recognition for myself this week. Now, I'm not the kind of person that looks for external validation. Like, I don't feel like anybody should look for external validation. I feel like how you feel validated should come from within and come from yourself. But it doesn't hurt sometimes to give people their flowers. It doesn't hurt sometimes to actually tell someone like, hey, you know, I recognize what you're doing. I recognize your effort. I recognize how much you put into something. Because at the end of the day, even though you know that, you know your worth, you know your value, you know what you do, it's, it's good to ha have people, it's good to know that people are grateful for you. And so just recognition that was good. And another thing that was big for me this week is basically just being, basically having a shift, I'll say that. Basically having a shift within myself because without getting too deep into it, you guys, ever since I was little, I love to just escape from reality. Um, and it, it's not healthy. Escaping from reality is not healthy at all. And it's just something I struggle with um, throughout the years. And and when I say escape for reality, I'm not talking about doing anything recreational to actually escape, okay? It's more of a mind thing. And so, um, and so yeah, the universe has been giving me a lot of dreams for the last two weeks, like consist consistently, one right after the other. Like I have been getting a lot of dreams, you guys. And um, it's not overwhelming or anything. It's actually a really good feeling because these dreams have helped me come to terms with a lot of situations and a lot of things and just with people um, and just a lot of things that um, because these are things that I have addressed, I guess. But sometimes the universe will give you a dream so you can see it in a different light and it has better helped me with my healing. And so because of that, in me coming to terms with it, there was a shift within myself to where I'm like, I don't have the urge to want to escape reality. And now because of that, I have more time to do the things that I need to do. And so I will say, listen or, you know, yeah, listen to your dreams, you guys. Feel what it means when you're having these dreams. Feel what it means to actually understand it. You know, try to just look at the dream, and see how that makes you feel, how it can relate to your current life. Because there are so many messages within dreams. And it's up to you to be able to interpret those. Now, for me, I'm realizing that I'm actually really good at inter interpreting my dreams. Um, And I feel like we should all get to the point where we're able to interpret our dreams and not necessarily have to pay someone to tell us what our dreams mean. I mean, that's okay if, you know if you really just cannot figure it out. But um, 
I feel like our dreams and the messages within them are very personalized to ourselves. And I feel like only you truly can know what it, what it what that dream means. So when you get dreams from the universe, try to just actually not Google, not go to go to somebody, but actually just take that dream and see how that dream makes you feel and how it actually relates to your life. Because like I said, the messages that you get from the universe it's gonna be personalized just for you um and and even though messages have a generalized meaning to where you know it could be a general meaning for everybody but when you actually understand the message it's going to be personalized just for you and so we we have to just get in the habit i guess of just basically being able to trust your intuition and trust what you're seeing and feeling um and the more that you trust your intuition, the better that you'll be at being more intuitive. So yeah, there's so much healing that can come from the interpreter dreams, which brings me to my topic, you guys. So my topic this week is shadow work. Shadow work is another form of healing. Now, some people may be familiar with this word or may not be familiar with this word. I know for me, I wasn't necessarily familiar with this word until about a year ago. Um, and so immediately when I found out, you know, what shadow work was and what it entails, I actually took on um, the work of actually doing shadow work. Um, and it helped a lot. Like it really helped a lot. And so before I really get deep into like shadow work and just the whole logistics and everything of it, I do want to put something out there that I feel like is very important when it comes to shadow work. Um, I, I, I want to say like if you're in a very low point in your life or mentally, you're just not there like you, you don't have the strength mentally, you don't have the strength to try to go back into your past or analyze anything that you're going through. First, I recommend you actually go to a professional. Go through a professional that can get you through something that has you at such a low point. I do not recommend anyone doing shadow work um, and they're at a low point in their lives because when I say shadow work is so efficient, okay, it's really gonna do some type of healing okay in some type of way it's gonna do the work if you put in the work it's gonna do the work um it's so efficient but at the same time it's so bold it's so direct it's so hardcore like it is so in your face okay because you're literally putting your ego and pride aside something that <laughs> i'm gonna explain later but something that you know as humans we have a hard time doing and you're actually just dissecting things bit by bit. It's so hardcore and bold and in your face and direct, and you have to have the strength to go through it. So don't, I, I don't recommend it. I don't recommend it if you are, are in a very dark place. And I will say like with shadow work, it's emotional. Even if you don't even think you're emotional, it's emotional, you guys, especially when having to go through just certain experiences, certain things through your life. It's emotional. I don't care who you is. It's very emotional. And it's okay to be emotional. It's okay to actually feel your feelings. Okay. Because I will say when it comes to like 
spirituality and stuff i feel like um from a social media type of view and how it's just portrayed on the uh internet i feel like some people on social media don't really talk about the hard part of spirituality and the hard things that you have to heal from within i feel like some people just portray on social media that everything is just rainbows rainbows and ponies and unicorns or whatever like you, there's no room to be sad there's no room to feel your emotions but when you actually feel your emotions and actually just go just actually digest some of the bad things or just things about us or things that we've been through there is so much there is so much healing within that and so i feel like there is this type of thing on the social media where some people just simply they want their page or they want to just always be positive and nothing is wrong with that but at the same time you guys we have to talk about some things okay we have to get to the bottom of some things because in order to get to um a state of just always being and you'll never always 100 percent be of just love and light all the time you're gonna have your moments it's okay to have your moments okay everything's not always gonna be rainbows and i i think that um just how social media is i feel like some people feel like they can't be sad or they can't cry it's honestly just what it gives off sometimes and so i'm just saying that you guys we if you want to heal sometimes you have to like really get to the root of certain things and it's not always pretty so now that we got that out of the way you guys i really want to just break down the word shadow work i feel like it's important to understand what shadow work means to actually get into what you need to do and so when we take the word shadow work and we just look at the word work the word work within shadow work is is essentially just the healing okay it is the time the effort that you're going to put into wanting to heal it is you being more aware and having more awareness and wanting to be more aware for you to actually heal so it is essentially the healing and you are healing the shadow and the shadow is basically our shadow self okay it's our darker side the side that we suppress within the side that we are not aware of consciously the side that we don't pay no regards to because of ego and pride which i'll get to later but we just don't recognize it and because we don't recognize our shadow self because we don't heal our shadow self because our shadow self is hurt you guys okay it's been a lot of things okay our shadow self is feeling a lot of things and it's hurt is damaged and because we don't actually recognize that and we just suppress it it, it, it shows up it shows up in the way that you treat others, the way that you treat yourself, the way that you talk to others, the way that you talk to yourself and view yourself and view others. It shows up in the way you formulate opinions, okay? It, it shows up in the way that you see certain things in the world. And these are all negative things, by the way. It shows up in that way. And we 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 don't recognize it and we sometimes don't even know that the reason that we are the way we are sometimes is because we have a darker side within us that suppressed 
and that needs healing. And our shadow self is built off of different emotions, okay? It's built off of different experiences, different things that have happened in our upbringings, different traumatic things, you know, just trauma. And I will say that um, the basis of our shadow has a lot to do, like what contribute contributes a lot to our shadow self is our childhood is our childhood so the childhood is a major thing because a lot of that's like really the start of our shadow um because i feel like when we first come into this world we are really just innocent beings we're really the closest to the veil we're closest to that veil when we are our younger self and i feel like as we just get older and experience things there comes that shadow and it just and as we grow, the shadow grows and we just suppress that shadow. And so our childhood really is really the base for like this shadow formulating. And yes, um, our shadow, it, it, you know, it feels a lot of different emotions, you guys. It feels so many different emotions. And for every person, it's going to be different as far as like how our shadow feels. But for the most part, our shadow, it, it feels a lot of hurt, a lot of pent up anger, a lot of jealousy it feels abandoned okay just from just certain situations in life it feels not love it feels not worthy our shadow self can feel insecure our shadow cannot be secure not be secure financially not be secure sexually not be secure um just in our confidence our shadow is really hurting it's really going through it and we're not actually recognizing that we're just letting our shadow self hurt and don't think of our shadow as a negative thing don't think of it as a negative thing love your shadow and have enough love for your shadow that you're able to like you know soothe your shadow and bring it to the light and tell that shadow that is love it is worthy that is not abandoned that is never alone like these are the things that is going to take place in order for your shadow to come to the light. And, and when your shadow comes to the light, you can be of light and say things that are of, are of light and really just be positive. And it will show, show in a positive way. And once your shadow is able to come to the light, you're going to notice a shift in your healing. Because like I said, there are different ways. I think I said it. <laughs> There's are different ways of healing you guys. But when you do some shadow work, there's going to be a major boost of healing, a major boost. And like I said, we're always healing. There's always work to be done, especially with shadow work. There's always work to be done. You, you're you constantly going to make have to make sure that your shadow self is at that light and it's not going deep down inside. So there's always work to be done. You, you'll never stop healing. So you guys, when getting into shadow work... The first thing that you need to do is let go of your pride and let go of your ego. You have to actually want to change, okay? Because this is you changing, essentially. It's you changing. And not just with shadow work. Just, just think about anything that we want to do in life. And we have certain obstacles that hold us back. Or we go through certain addictions that hold us back in life. You will never change if you don't want to change. You have to want to change. And in order to want to change, you have to let go of your pride. And you have to let go of your ego because pride and ego is such a big thing with us. A lot of us, we don't like to, we, we like to be in denial sometimes. And we have to 
realize with within the shadow work is that we're going to have to put that aside. We're going to have to be honest with ourselves and be vulnerable with ourselves and actually talk about things that we never thought we would have to talk about. We have to talk about things that are rough and hard to digest. We have to talk about some of the negative things that we are. We're going to have to admit a lot of different things, you guys. Jealousy, us being jealous of others, us being envious of others, us, you know, just being angry with others, us not being at the place that we want to be in our life. We're going to have to come to terms with all of that. Us being a little prejudiced sometimes. You won't have to come to terms with all of that. And it's not easy to admit that. It's not easy. I get it. It is not easy to admit some of the negative things about us. It is easier, easier for us to be in the now than to actually admit some of the things about us. And that's that's understandable, but it has to be talked about. So if you want to actually do the shadow work, you can't half do it because you're going to get a half job, Okay. Put aside your pride, put aside your ego in order to do this. The second thing that you're going to have to do is basically get a journal or get a notebook because they're going to there's going to be a lot of documentation. OK, and if you, you if you're not old school, and you don't like writing and stuff like that, if you like, you know, taking a more digital approach, that's fine, too. You know, you can always use your laptop. You can always, you know, use notes in your phone or whatever you just need some type of documentation because when you're doing this work you're gonna have to you know process it through and i feel like writing is a really great way of processing it and actually remember because remembering things because when you write down you remember things and not only that if you're writing it down and you know maybe you forget something or maybe you need a reference or something to better help you you can always just go back and look. So I recommend getting something where you can actually document all of this that's going on. Because when you write down stuff, I don't think people really realize this, but writing down stuff, especially stuff that's traumatic, is actually a great form of releasing certain things. It's a really a great form of releasing a lot of certain things. So it is helping with the healing. And so documentation you guys it's important have something that you can actually document all of this stuff with so when it comes to shadow work you guys there are different ways that you can come about approaching this now i'm gonna just tell you the way that i approached it this is a more i'm gonna tell you the easier way to approach it but what i'm gonna tell you is a more advanced way it's really not that hard but for some people they may need a crutch okay so this is a more advanced way, I guess, but it's really not. Um, so identifying your triggers, you guys, that is so important to identify your triggers, because like I said, we comes to terms with part of ourselves that we don't necessarily want to come to terms with or haven't in the past. So identifying certain triggers. And when I say identifying triggers, I mean identifying the triggers that you see within someone else. I will say that whenever you come across a certain person and they invoke something within you, they make you feel a certain type of way, or they just shift your whole mood, shift your atmosphere, shift all of these things, just shift something within you, you are triggered. And you're triggered because you see something within that person that you either see in yourself or that you're 
lacking within yourself. Okay, there's a direct link, okay, between that person and you being triggered. And so I would say initially, because you're going to do this in one setting when coming to identify your triggers, and you're going to do it not in one setting. And I'll explain. So when I say one setting, I want you to actually just sit down and get whatever you're going to be documenting your whole shadow work journey with. I want you to sit down and just identify certain triggers. Identify, be real with yourself and identify things that gets you triggered. That gets you triggered. Things that make you feel uneasy when it comes to certain people. Because those are the things that you need help with. And I'm going to give you a couple examples. Now these, these examples may not pertain to me, okay? These are just general examples very common example so i'm gonna give you an example um say that you're in that you're at an event or you're out in public or you're in your classroom or you're just somewhere and someone comes in your space and not to say they're directly coming towards you but they're just in your space they come in your space and now when they come in your space they're loud we all know people um they're just very they're more seen than others and say that this person is to you they're being very loud and because they're very very loud and because they're making a scene so to speak you feel like you know this person just wants attention this person is being obnoxious obnoxious i hope i said that right <laughs> this person is being all of these things you know it is something in you that gets triggered okay good you 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 know you identify okay this is my trigger when people come into a room and being loud you found that trigger now after you find the trigger you gotta find out what is the link to that why does that trigger me what has happened within my life to where that bothers me and this is the this is the thing you a lot of you guys may have the same trigger but the experiences they may be the same or they may be totally different it could be different reasons for why you're triggered by that i would say for this for this example i would say someone could be triggered by that because um they don't have as much self-expression they don't get to have the same self-expression as this person maybe they're a person who's very like you know reserved or whatever and they don't and because they're reserved they don't necessarily get the same attention as someone who just can come into the room and just honestly own it. Um, and so for that, you know, you try to make yourself feel better by saying, you know, this person is an attention seeker. This person just want to be loud. But in reality, that's just how they express themselves. And you, your shadow actually is hurting with the inside because your shadow is not able to express themselves. They don't know how to express themselves. Or maybe when you were younger, these are just examples. Maybe when you were younger, you had a teacher or someone who was older or a parent or guardianship, whatever, tell you, don't do that. You know, you might have been doing something and they're just like, don't do that. Don't embarrass yourself. You know, basically just telling you how you should act. And from that day forward, it kind of just made your shadow self feel like they can't express themselves. I don't know what that experience is. That's for you to know. And that's for you to connect. That's why it's so good in identifying these triggers. I'm going to give you another example. Okay. Say you're on social media 
and you're just scrolling, you know, seeing what everybody's doing, or maybe you're not on social media, maybe you're out in public and you see a girl, for example, a woman rather, you see a woman and she doesn't look modest. And I put quotations, you guys, whatever that means. Um, she doesn't look modest in your eyes. And you and I say that because maybe she's on the spectrum, her outfit is on the spectrum of not being as clothed. Maybe it's on the spectrum of being more on the nude side. Um, not completely nude, but just being able to show more of her body, more of her figure, or whatever the case is. And it's something inside you that automatically gets triggered. And to make yourself feel better, you're like, why is she just like this? You know, why does she want people to see her looking this kind of way? Does she not have respect for herself? That's what you say in your mind to make you yourself feel better about the situation so you don't really have to come to terms with why you're triggered. What is linking you to be triggered by this? There's different things, you guys, okay? Is it jealousy? Okay, is it because you're jealous that this person is able to showcase the way that they look and the way that they do and that you're not because you're self-conscious with the way that you look? Maybe you deep down inside wish, you know, you could be more open like that, but because you're kind of self-conscious with the way your body looks, you're not, you know, as you're not attracted to the way that you look on your part. You don't find yourself attractive. You feel like, oh, I can never pull that off. So you say this, say things that you say as a way to feel better. Okay. Or maybe you grew up in a household where there was just certain morals set. Okay. Were you just not supposed to do that? You're not supposed if you're a woman because you're a woman, you're not supposed to do that. You're not you're not supposed to be dressed like that because you're a woman. Maybe there's some misogyny going on whether it's internal or just misogyny period. If you're a man, or internal misogyny if you're a woman. There's just something going on with that <clears throat> which gets you triggered. But that's for you to find it, okay? You see where I'm going with this like the whole examples and stuff. Okay, well, let's take another example. Say um, you're on social media or your friend comes to you and they're like, hey, you know, I just bought me a new house or I just bought me a new car and something inside you gets triggered to where you're like, why is they spending all this money on this house or why are they spending all this money on a car? And, the, and you're like, you're, you're low-key jealous and you're low-key triggered, but you don't know why you're triggered. So to make yourself feel better, again, you say the things that you do. But really, it could be a plethora of things of why you feel that way. It could be that you're financially just not there. Or maybe you are in debt or something. Or maybe like you just don't make enough in life to have that. But instead of you know, congratulating your friend and stuff like that or congratulating whoever you just you just make yourself feel better by saying they're not deserving of it which is an, another thing that could be linked to it maybe 
maybe finances don't have anything to do with it maybe as a child you had a parent that was just always on you and you always did your best but whatever you did was never good enough and so when you see people doing their best it's still not their best in your eyes and so now you're being judgmental you have to figure out that link you guys another one that's a good example um i know sometimes people be so judgmental about people who are more sexually active than others or people who don't you know wait till marriage or whatever to have sex there's people out here who really get offended at the amount of sexual partners that people may have and that's coming you guys it's a common theme now and some of us do it some of us pass judgment on people who have a lot of sexual partners and we call them names now i'm not gonna say those names on camera i'm just not gonna do that but you know the names you know the names um that people are called for having a lot of sexual partners sometimes um and we're triggered within that and it's not to say that's why i say because something triggers you it doesn't mean that you're that person, but it may be something that you lack. So in this case, you know, maybe you are sexually deprived. I don't know. Or maybe you're as you had an upbringing where something traumatic happened. I don't know. Or maybe I don't want to get too deep on that. Or maybe you had an upbringing where, you know, y'all just you're just living in a house with certain beliefs that you're not supposed to have sex until marriage i mean it really could just could be many things that's why i said like the triggers could be the same for many people but the situation the experience the, the trauma it could be different for other people that's why you have to link it guys and i'm gonna i'm gonna give one more example you guys i'm gonna give one more example um uh what was it uh oh this is a good one this is something even though we've come a long way in 2021 you guys sexuality someone's uh sexual preference rather someone's sexual preference is still an issue in 2021 okay um and you know i don't want to get on soap opera with that but it's still a problem you guys i was honestly was just on instagram talking about you know how this is a problem this is a problem for some people but it is a problem someone's sexual preference so a lot of people are triggered by someone's sexual preference for whatever reason and that's to say like you know say you see something on social media or you see something on tv where people are being liberated or people are just basically living in their truth or people are in interviews such as celebrities that are living in their truth and just being more open with who they are and just you know letting people who have a certain sexual preference as themselves just letting them know that it's okay to be who you are and to like what you like and whenever someone may hear that or whenever someone may see a certain thing um in that regards they somehow get triggered by that um they really do and the reason that they are triggered could be for many different things you guys it could be for a lot of different things it could be because of something traumatic happening in you know a childhood maybe where you you know kind of question your sexuality i don't want to get too deep into that take that with a grain of salt could be simply just your upbringing for a lot of people it's their upbringing it's them being taught that because this is this or because i said this you women are supposed to like this gender and men are supposed to like that gender it's nothing in between it's nothing in between and it's not the opposite it just is what it is it's black or white that's what it is it could simply be that it could be um 
you just hearing certain things growing up as a child just hearing things over time towards people who have a certain sexual preference and it's it's kind of demeaning or whatever and you just it just comes a part of you and you take on that or maybe it's that you never actually had a chance to choose your own sexuality because of your upbringing and so now you're confused and you have all these different emotions and so to just suppress it you just talk about people that have a certain sexual preference or just are secure in their own sexual preference it could be whatever i don't know that's for you to find out you guys that is for you to actually find out but it is a very common thing so yeah you just you just want to identify those triggers in one setting basically or over time identify those things in a setting and another thing that i want you to pay attention to is that sometimes you just really are just oblivious to certain certain triggers i want you to like when you're out in public or when you're watching tv or you're on social media and you feel something or somebody does something or says something that makes you feel a certain type of way i want you to actually write that down and then when you have the time to go back and see why that triggers you see why that triggers you and when you find those triggers you guys then you just want to identify the experiences or the traumatic um things that have happened or your upbringing that links to that and you guys see what i was talking about as i was telling you about identifying the triggers another way that you can go about is you can do you can do both or <clears throat> you can do the experiences first okay say you're having a hard time trying to find triggers even you know outside of the one setting just say you're having a hard time trying to find triggers think back on your childhood or think back on just a lot of major things that have happened in your life that are memorable or not so memorable just think back on those things that you feel like could be a, a contributor to why your shadow self feels the way it feels think about that write down the whole experience in your in its entirety okay and see what kind of triggers can come from that what kind of triggers can come from this experience or this uh trauma that i've experienced or me having this type of upbringing or just little situations just take them and see what triggers can come out of it and then you can find triggers that way like i said this is really a more advanced way of finding those triggers and linking to the experiences now i'm gonna tell you another way that's really helpful you guys um that you may want to start off doing first before doing the more advanced way and that's going online and just typing in shadow work prompts writing prompts and you can have they'll have prompts that you can do in one setting where you're basically just answering questions that are really helping you get to like a lot of deep stuff or there are certain shadow work writing prompts where they have a, a just a, a question prompt every day that you do and you just go to that prompt and just uh answer the question like they have like yearly writing prompts um I mean, you could do it that way or you could do the, the advanced way and that way as well. You know, there's different ways to do shadow work, I'm going to be honest. But um, both of those ways are very efficient and working, guys. It's, it's honestly just trying to just get to like why your shadow is the way it is. And let me tell you something, you guys. When you actually do this and you actually put your pride aside, your ego aside, and you actually try to heal your shadow 
um, you're going to see a shift. You're going to see a major shift within yourself, okay? You're going to be more compassionate, more loving, okay? And you're going to view the world differently, okay? You're going to go about behaving differently and thinking differently. This process is not something that's easy, but the outcome is amazing. It's beneficial, especially on your spiritual journey. And it allows you to just always be more of love and light rather than always being in that dark place. Because I can tell you, like, just for me, it, it's really helped a lot. Because I realized that certain stuff that used to trigger me, and it'll be the same for you in a way, certain stuff that used to trigger me, it doesn't trigger me no more. Like, I don't even think negatively about it anymore. Like, I've honestly healed from that because I had to heal certain things from within. Like, when I say it's an amazing experience, it's an amazing experience okay so when i say you're not going to look at situations the same you're not going to look at situation the same and it's honestly especially if you're just getting into your spiritual journey it's it's honestly a good place to start get being more of love and light in your spiritual journey and this is a good way to start like i said there's always room for shadow work nobody's perfect nobody is perfect okay if you're still incarnating this earth you are not perfect okay there's still always going to be work to be done work that needs improvement so you know you're not perfect there's always going to be be a need for healing you guys okay it's not something that you ever you'll ever stop which you ever need to stop doing okay there's always a need for shadow work when i say a lot of stuff won't resonate with you anymore it literally will not resonate with you anymore um so yeah i, I just encourage a lot of people to just just do it, you know? And like I said, you know, prior before getting into all of this, if you are in a low space, I don't recommend doing it because <clears throat> I know a lot of us, you know, um, or just some of us, we have been through things that are very tough to go over with, okay? But you'll be good, you know, as long as you are in a, you know, a decent space and you're able to just actually come to terms with all this, you'll be good put your pride aside you'll be good so yeah you guys that's basically it for this video i thank you guys for listening to the podcast okay this podcast is on apple spotify youtube um and other streaming services and i just i'm just happy that you know people are um excuse me i'm just happy people are supporting the podcast and i hope that you continue to support the podcast so yeah thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode and just hearing me out and i hope that this episode helps someone in some kind of way.